In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 117, verses 1 and 2, where I'll answer the question, does the Lord deserve my praise? Psalm 117, verses 1 and 2 says, Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. For great is his steadfast love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Well, that's a nice short little psalm, isn't it? It's nice and short. It's quick. It's to the point. It's one of those psalms that you read, and when it comes up on your reading plan, you're like, woohoo, I don't have a big, long, difficult reading today. But what this psalm says is that the Lord deserves our praise, that we should praise him, and not just us, but everybody. And the reasons why is because the Lord is faithful and his steadfast love endures forever. It's because of who he is that the Lord merits our praise. So here are three thoughts from Psalm 117, verses 1 and 2, discussing that. Thought number one, all nations. All nations are to praise the Lord. All nations, all people. This isn't isolated to one particular people group. This isn't as if the Jews were saying, we need to praise the Lord. They will say that, but they're extending it beyond just themselves. What the Jewish people were saying is that we all, as creatures, need to praise the Lord. We all, as human beings, need to ascribe the Lord glory and honor and praise because he is just so very good. The command to praise the Lord isn't isolated to just those who believe in him, but it's to everyone. Whether you like him or don't, whether you know him or not, you have an obligation to praise the Lord because the Lord has made you. And it doesn't matter what your feelings about that are. This obligation is intrinsic in your nature. You as a creature are obligated to praise the Lord and he deserves your praise because he has made you. So all nations must praise the Lord. Thought number two, steadfast love. The people of Israel recognize the steadfast love of the Lord, and they know it better than anybody else, I would think, because so very often the people of Israel have failed in their responsibility to do the things that the Lord has said. So very often in their history, the people of Israel have failed in their responsibility to faithfully serve God. And yet the Lord has still shown steadfast love to them. It's absolutely amazing to consider that a people group who are so quick to abandon the faithful worship of the Lord are also the recipients of his steadfast love. It should give us a little sense of peace to know that the Lord does not require perfection from us, but that he is the one who makes us perfect because of his steadfast love for us if we are his children. So the steadfast love of the Lord, a steadfast love that isn't interrupted by our lack of love, is one of the many reasons why the Lord deserves our praise. Thought number three, faithfulness. You know the old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. That's such a good song. It's such a good song because it describes the nature of God in a way that reflects the beauty of his actions with his people throughout the scriptures. The Lord is faithful even though we as a people are not. 
the Lord is faithful to the people of Israel, even though Israel is so quick to abandon the law of God and to worship false gods. But the Lord is faithful to fulfill his covenant promises. You see this throughout the history of Israel. What happens? The people of Israel rebel against God. They decide that they're not going to serve him, that they're going to go their own way. And yet the Lord still fulfills his covenant promises. The Lord doesn't abandon them to destruction, but instead he always saves a remnant. He always saves a piece so that his promises can be fulfilled because he is innately faithful and his faithfulness is a beautiful thing that we get to witness as we read through the text of Scripture. We can trust that the Lord is faithful and he will continue to be faithful to his people because he has done so in the past. He will continue to do so in the future. So when we find ourselves being faithless, when we find ourselves outside of the will of God because we have succumbed to temptation, we can trust that even in our wickedness, the Lord is faithful to his ultimate promise. And we can trust in the saving work of Christ Jesus on the cross because the Lord has been faithful. You see, it isn't dependent upon us. The Lord doesn't need us in order to bring about his purposes in the world. And yet he still allows us to participate in his grand narrative for the redemption of his people. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Psalms 117 and 118. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.